1: Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack.
0: And I'm Rick.
1: And today we are talking about Uzaki-chan wants to hang out. And this was actually a recommendation to us by Tobayashi067 off of our Twitter account. So thank you, Tobayashi, for this recommendation.
0: Not bad. Not bad. I was expecting this to be exactly what it was. And it it enjoyable. Uh, it was. enjoyable.
1: It was. So it was a 12-episode anime that aired from July uh, 10th, 2020, all the way through September 2020. And the studio for it was Engi, and the source of it was a manga. Genres are Slice of Life, Comedy, Romance, and etchy for this as well.
0: I could see Ecchi, uh, Slice of Life. I mean, aside from maybe two or three notable Exceptions are they're not my preferred genre. Although this one didn't make me get any of those emotional conflicts of interest, let's call them, that your Lion April did. Thankfully nobody died. <laughs> um I mean it, it just I would say this is run of the mill. However, this is what this is what slice of life, in my opinion, a lighthearted slice of life should aspire to. Yeah. Because it it had comedy in it. I really enjoyed all of the the phrasing issues, I guess you could say. Yes. Now I had I played it with a dub but with the subtitles on. I didn't see any deviation from the script.
1: Well for the for for what it was, at least when you were watching the subtitles for it, when you're watching it dubbed, it's just a captioning for it. Close captioning. So they do a direct carbon copy of what the English actors are saying rather than what it would be for the oh, subtitles.
0: That would make sense why I, I didn't really see any <laughs> deviation. <laughs> uh, I imagine you watched the, the subbed version. I did. With the exception of the last two, I watched everything dubbed. The uh, last two were not available and dubbed, so I watched it with subbed. And to be perfectly honest, the voice actors did a good job. Um, what I mean by that is... <laughs> very famous, very, very famous uh, example is Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z's subbed and dubbed voices are 100% different. And I feel that Vegeta was done better in the American dubbed version than in the original voice actor. Now, there's, there's nothing against the voice actors doing their job. I just feel that it was better placement. In, in this particular scenario, I could see both voice actors being being decent. It could go either way. There was no personal preference between the subbed and the dubbed.
1: It's always good when you have great voice actors, regardless, both for dubbed and subbed. And I, I find it really enjoyable, especially when they're able to truly bring characters to life with how they speak. And and when the voices just match up perfectly like that to how they should look and sound, it's just all the better. And I agree with you. the The dialogue, how it is, I prefer it in the subbed. Because I feel like how how they're saying or how they're talking is a lot better, but the voices for the dubs in Dragon Ball Z, I'd have to say I prefer the the English. I prefer the 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 dubbed voices over it.
0: I mean, you can't really since we're going towards the Dragon Ball Z route that I introduced. <laughs> you can't really get can't get better than the original Dragon Ball Z or not Dragon Ball, but Dragon Ball character voice actors because. Yes. Like there, what I don't get is in America, voice acting is not necessarily a sought after job. You're not recognized for it. You get very minimalistic kudos, and from what I understand, the pay is not the best unless you get a long running series that will that that will be that will pay dividends later on. Um,
1: yeah, but that's changing. Where a lot of studios are, or publications are really highlighting professional actors to do these voice acting jobs. And even though they're great actors, they tend to fall short, especially when it comes to voice acting. Sometimes it just feels it, a little short compared you to have what it could a point,
0: be. And I, I agree with you a hundred percent to kind of jump around a little bit. I realize we're getting off topic, but Joker, the, 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 the Joker that you hear in cartoons is the same actor who played Luke Skywalker and he does a phenomenal
1: Joker. Oh yeah. Mark, Mark Hamill is a great voice actor and he is arguably the voice for Joker. And when they, uh, and you can even hear other people talk about voice actors and, and how they use him as a role model. And it's really great. It's he's for is first rate when it comes to it. And it's like, Coming back to this, it's like when you hear voice actors that actually do a great job, it makes the anime, makes that show more enjoyable.
0: Yes. And you're right. Going back to the our main topic in Japan and in where, where we get most of our manga, it's a sought after position because they they there's pride in it. There's it's in it's a really good job to have. And if you're good, you'll be peppered through many different Um, animes and they that's what I really like they care enough to have their craft recommend them on other things like I do see I do see voice actors overlap in shows Mm -hmm. and when it's in English it kind of annoys me but at the same time when I see it in in anime with Japanese voices and English subtitles it's it it, I don't know I I can associate that voice with that person with the, the character much better than I can with the English, but in this one in particular, I think they did a good job because, like like I said before, both the English and the the Japanese version, they fit the characters, they fit the bill of what I was expecting, and I really like the fact you you could almost tell they kind of had fun with it. Oh yeah, it, it it wasn't a bland dialogue. but the words themselves could be bland if you tried, but they didn't. They put I would say heart into it, and yes. that. I me mean, made to make the video the it, it made a regular story because to me, this is what this was. This was a regular story, it turned that into much more and it made it enjoyable. I thought after the third episode, I, I would be done, but I liked it.
1: Yeah, no, it was actually really enjoyable. It was great. Uh, the story was it really wasn't a hard story to follow, it wasn't deep in plot and. For comparative reasons, for the rest of the etchy subgenres that we've seen, this does have some etchy esque style scenes to it, but it wasn't that bad. It wasn't. No. It wasn't it was classy. Uh, exactly. Yeah, it was classy. It was. It was done in a very decent way. I feel. And it didn't just make it feel like they were trying to hammer away that this is supposed to be an etchy style anime. They let it be for what it was and they played up to it a little bit, but they let the story actually be the story.
0: Yeah. The thing I liked about, even though yes, there was etchy, it, it was, hmm, it was an addition rather than the, it, it was an addition to the story. It would be like, if you walk into your kitchen you're not going to focus on the knives because the knives ha- are, are the focal point. The knives are just part of the kitchen. Whereas here, yes, you had everyone with gigantic tits, but it wasn't the focal point. It was part of the story. It was it was natural and it, it didn't feel out of place. Whereas if you were to walk if if you were if you were to walk into the kitchen and see a goose in there, you'd be like, that doesn't belong here. That why is that here? And you'd focus <laughs> on that. Whereas in here, that nothing felt off. And even though the characters themselves, Slice of Life, eh, it, it, I would say this is loosely Slice of Life and loosely Golden Week. And the reason I say that is it, Golden Week is part of it. They, they do mention that several times because it, it comes several times in the story. The story takes place over the course of what, three years? 18, 19, 20. Yeah, three years. 18 glossed over just so you know that FBI won't come knocking down your door. <laughs> and 19 is really when the story starts. And once you hit 20, apparently you can drink alcohol when you turn 20. 20 became where the story matured and and ended, I guess. Well, it didn't really end, but for us, it ended.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, honestly, for slice of life, and, and when it comes to anime, it's just really just a particular section of a character's life. And you tend to follow it all the way through. and. I would argue that that is exactly what it is. I mean, like you follow not just one character, but you actually kind of follow two. And so, yeah, the the title of the show is Uzaki-chan Wants to Hang Out, and she is a main character, but Sakurai is the pivotal focal point of this show, and it clearly sections his whole life out Day in, day out, what he likes to do, what he doesn't like to do. He hates really kind of going out. If he could, like, I could wish I could hang inside all day, play some games, watch anime, just relax, have a few drinks. And still somehow get good grades. Exactly. But Uzaki-chan is the disruption to that loner lifestyle, you know? She, yeah. she comes in. She's like, no, let's go out. Let's do this. I'm going to come over. I'm going to bug you. Hey, you're sick. I'll take care of you. And then I'm going to wake you up at the exact same time and ask you point blank, how you beat this boss.
0: Well, what I don't get is like, so uh, this it's kind of frustrating to me, um, for this particular thing. I just realized when you heard me say, Oh God, I, it, it hit me what slice of life actually was because you, you, obviously had a better understanding of it than I did <laughs> because you're like slice of life is just a part of their life. To me, slice of life was always just a romantic, uh, drama slash tragedy. And when saying it like that, yeah, slice of life, the genre is not a starting or ending point. It's just a sub a, a section you cut out. And that's what you look at. I, it did not occur to me that that's what slice of life, even though the name of the title, the name of the genre, it, it tells you exactly what it is I, yeah. I I don't know why but yeah no, I, I was expecting there to be ending I was expecting there to be a set beginning and you're right there is no ending and it, it it's a slice of life that is foreign to me and is, for, is something I will never experience where I think that's the point of the genre it, it's sorry I'm going through like a not a midlife crisis but an epiphany of sorts for this genre and they did it really well yeah um, because you get minor backstory, but the backstory is not the point. And it, it,
1: it helps clarify where they met. So the backstory is it flashes back to when Uzaki first went to high school and she first met Sakurai at that high school where he is a year older than her. He's in a grade higher than her, just like now they're in college together. He's still her senpai, but it, helps actually clarify their relationship, how they first met. And they don't do large swaths where it just like drones on about their whole past relationship. You just see what you need to see so that way you gain an understanding of what the relationship was like back then and how it is now. And I think the real reason why they do that is because he comments and states a couple of different times. Were you just like, was she just like hiding how she actually was? What happened or this and that? Because she used to be just so quiet. And now she's not so quiet. Can't get her to shut up until they actually you can. He does
0: in like the end, uh, the middle of the end. And he's like, crap, this is not this is worse than what I had before. Yeah. But what I I really liked about this is it wasn't pure drama and it wasn't fan service 90% of the time. It, it, there was there was a gratuitous amount of fan service, and the the characters were played really well. What I thought was hilarious was, um, Sakurai seems to be attractive, I guess. I didn't really see it in in the I didn't see the attraction that everybody placed on him. yeah, if that makes any sense. Yes, he had washboard abs. Yes, he was very fit and had an athletic build. but I didn't understand why everyone, was trying to project the fact that older women liked this this gentleman. And I loved the fact that <laughs> there's a particular mom that has a, I would say, ageish age fetish almost, and she walks in at the most inopportune times.
1: Yeah, it's uh, Uzaki's mother. And yeah. one of the things I actually enjoy is that they explain why a lot of these older women Like him, he is very respectful. He, despite his how his eyes look, which a lot of people say it looks like he's pretty menacing, but he's very polite, very respectful, very, very upstanding. And he's young, he's fit. He's like, you know, they're eye candy, they don't care about the eyes, they care that one, he treats them with absolute respect, and two, he's got the body that they're wanting to, you know, fawn over, which is fine. I mean, like, they want to, they want to sit there and daydream about those washboard abs, knock your socks off. I got no problem with it.
0: Fair, fair. Uh, what I didn't like was her mom kept walking in at the worst times. And for some reason, and I, I don't understand why they... I I understand. He needed a flaw. He needed a major exploitable flaw. Um, Sakurai's uh, flaw, the biggest flaw he had was or his biggest uh, weakness was cats. And... this guy goes from uber badass to just puddle of just gooey substance mush whenever there's a cat around and oh god he gets a phone guy so he he ends up getting a phone call saying i need you i want you and he's like crap what happened and it's something stupidly mundane
1: no it's not even it's it's not even him getting that call the first time. The first call is he's calling Uzaki, saying, I need you here. I, oh. I have to have you here. I need you. And she's yeah. like flustered. She's bashful. And then to find out he wanted her to be with him at a cat's eye, a cat cafe. And so she turns around and does the exact same thing to him on her 20th birthday.
0: And yeah. To get drunk, basically.
1: Yeah, she wanted. she finally turned twenty. She's finally able to drink in Japan. And so she wanted him there. And so she bleeds him dry of all the money. And then she ends up passing out in his uh in his apartment.
0: Now, what I do find quite hilarious, and I, I don't I'll never understand the oblivious type. Does that make sense? I the, the the oblivious character when all you have to do is say or do one minor thing. And the whole story changes from a slice of life to a romance. You know, it makes no sense to me. So Uzaki keeps saying very provocative things. And all he's got to do is say yes to any of her, any of her, I'm going to repeat this any of her words, any of her innuendos, any of her teases. And she would go from being a teasing person to just flip the switch. To a, uh, I, would say, I would say, embarrassed bride would be the best way to put it. Right. Very, very meek and embarrassed. Now, on the flip side of that, the thing I never really understood and I still don't get is when they get him drunk, when she gets him drunk, I mean, just completely and utterly drunk, um, she goes, Why are you like this? And he goes, I'm shy. What? What about his character screams, I'm shy?
1: Why not? Why not have him be shy, right?
0: I mean, I guess, but I don't know. Like, it doesn't It doesn't make any sense to me. And then he's like, yeah, I'm shy. And she goes, oh, really? And
1: <sighs> see, and that's one of the things I actually really like about this anime is that she exploits, and I'm glad they also point this out. She exploits all his fears and flaws and everything that he has and insecurity about and she flirts with a line, but never crosses over it. And the second she does cross over that line to where it's no longer fun and enjoyable for him, to where it's just really uncomfortable, she instantly apologizes or tries to rectify it. And it's just like, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. Let's go ahead and go do this or that or anything else. And I'm glad that they even draw focus to that. Because it's not something that you really notice. Right off the bat, unless it is something you are clearly paying attention to,
0: yeah, yeah, it's. I did like the fact that they didn't blur the lines of what is acceptable, and whenever you came close, uh, there was a repercussion. If that makes any sense, yeah. So, and you know, what kind of what kind of made me a little bit hesitant was the fact. Well, not even hesitant. Um, I would say anxious was the fact that you have their two best friends, basically their two other main characters, conniving to try to get them to be together, to be an item. And (laughs) I love the shop owner who was like, I love, absolutely love gossip and drama. And I started my cafe not to earn money, but to view drama. Drama that I'm not part of. And when I was watching it, about halfway through, I'm like, bro, just get Facebook. You'll be fine. Focus on
1: yeah, but it's 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 completely different when you're actually able to sit there and view it in real time. View it in real time. This man viewed it in real time enough
0: to where he was like, I have this amount of food set aside so that I can consume and watch. I'm getting the nutrients from the food and I'm absorbing the nutrients from these people.
1: Exactly. And, and his daughter was no better.
0: <laughs> oh, dear Lord, his daughter was no better. And his daughter was ah, worse. It,
1: his daughter was what so was worse. hilarious
0: to me was the dialogue of the the internal dialogue of the owner because his daughter's handing out advice, and he goes, "Oh, look at you giving out advice when you have no personal experience to draw from. I'm so proud,
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's the dialogue in this is is very tastefully done, and I love the especially when they're having arguments or talk discussions and they're in public and he goes phrasing oh, please yeah. <laughs> several times. And it, it's not just like once or twice. It's like happens several times throughout the actual series, which is just great. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't, they and didn't and front load
0: it to where it was just like all the, all of the raunchy jokes in front not I raunchy, but all the inappropriate jokes in front and then it tapers off. And to give you an idea Um, when she gets drunk, she unfortunately throws up all over his futon. And the next day she hands him money saying, I'm sorry, we destroyed your
1: futon. And everyone around them are like, no, she doesn't even say, I'm sorry, we destroyed your futon. She's handing him money saying I haven't gotten paid yet. So I had my mother give me money. Here you go. And he's like, no, I don't want the money. It's like, but I'm sorry. I made such a mess. He's like, I don't care. Don't worry about it. And, (laughs) It's just like, in general, everyone around him's like, what the hell? He's disgusting. And they're like, is she a prostitute? Did he use her? Oh, but I ruined your futon. I don't care. Fine. Give me the money. Forget it ever happened. And they're like, oh, he took her virginity. And now she's completely mortified over it. And he's like, I don't care. Just forget it because it meant nothing to me when that's not even what happened. And then
0: before that, so that was like, I think the final part. (laughs) The final situation, because he ended up messing up, saying that it was your first time, it's fine. But before that, oh, crud, what happened? They went to a batting cage, and she overswung without stretching and tweaked her back. And in public, she goes, you destroyed my back last night. And he's all (laughs) freezing. (laughs) I don't want to be known as that.
1: Yeah, no. And that's one of the things that I actually thoroughly enjoyed about this is that they did have those moments or points in time where they just made it enjoyable. It was a nice comedic relief from the overall, I want to say drama or or adventures of what's going on. And they do have their comedic breaks and points throughout. And it was pretty funny. I, I found myself actually laughing several times throughout the show.
0: I agree. No, I, I laughed a lot. It was There was no... There was no episode I watched that I didn't at least chuckle, yeah. and it's something I would, sh- I would I would I would watch this with somebody else just to see their expression because I focus more on the watching the, the person watching than I would uh, the show. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it immensely.
1: Me too. I thought it was really great. Well, I think this is actually a really great spot to leave it a rating. So on a scale of up to ten, how would you rate this? Um. Hmm. Not a
0: 10, because there was, there, was, there was a lot of things that could have been better.
1: Oh, yeah. Hmm. I'd give
0: this an 8. I was thinking 7.5, but, I mean, they were very consistent with, uh, this is going to sound crude, but with big tits, small frame, and modesty. You don't really get that combination often. Um, yeah, and one of the things that really impressed me, we didn't even talk about this, the thing that really impressed me about this anime was the, the quality of the animation. The way people
1: walked. The animation.
0: I was going to say the way people walked, when you looked at them from the side, there was a feminine stride and there was a masculine stride. And I don't typically
1: see that. Does it make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, For me, I'm going with a seven. Okay. The reason why I'm going with the seven is, uh, in case you, anyone who's not privy to our our Discord, I encourage you to actually go and join it. I had said a couple of different things in there. One of them was... (laughs) uh her head was abnormally large like unusually large i don't know i i do know when when your head looks like it's actually going past your shoulders to me that's a little too large and then the other problem that i have it's the same problem that i had with magical Senpai, the flesh thing the flesh fang is it, it It was a problem for me. It's like, you know, I mean, I, I get it. Like when she smiled with all teeth, it looked like she was supposed to have a tooth fang, but it's like the animators decided to get lazy and not put the line and make it white. Just that bothered saying. me for a minute too, but I got over it. <sighs> it was always staring right at me. Whenever she was happy, it was staring right at you. I agree. At, at all points, it was always right there, just staring right at me. It was just like that flesh fang, just staring. Giving me the funky eye. I just couldn't get past. Now, it. one of the things that
0: got me, now maybe it's just because I'm used to you know larger people like myself and you. Um, but when everyone was like, Oh my god, you're so tall, how tall are you? And he's like, Yeah, I'm 5'11. <laughs> what? Five eleven. You could have just said six foot and been fine. Five yeah. eleven. What what was the point in that? You're tall. How tall are you? Oh, six, five, No, no, five eleven. And then it was so it was so ob- obscure that it caught my attention. And then I was watching it, and there was a, a scene where <laughs> they're eating rabbits, and there was a side-by-side profile shot, and his super tall 511 frame versus her uh, four2 frame. Maybe uh, like she came up to his, like his heart, not even his chest, his heart. And, and you're like, <laughs> if he's 5'11 and she's that much like, how? And it was hilarious because the owner of the shop was like, Are you an LMA middle school? And then he stands up and goes, Oh, obviously not, because she's got, she's assets. got assets that'll cause her extreme back problems in like a year and a half. Yeah. Like the reason that Santa has a big belly. Is so that he can counterbalance all the junk in the trunk. Just saying. Whereas <laughs> <laughs> that that was, uh, that was a Santa Claus joke. Um, but like, she's got nothing to hold back from falling over at all times. So you know her calf muscles have got to be like steel strong from trying to like just keep her from falling forward the entire time. <sighs>
1: Yeah, I, I have no, no comment <laughs> on that. Oh God! And um, so I have, I have one more thing. Where are their
0: parents at? Like, you see her mom, but no dad. And her mom was way too into romance, like age romance stuff. And you only hear about his parents. You never really see them.
1: Yeah, I honestly couldn't tell you. I mean, it's not like they really need to reference or or talk or show the parents because they are adults, they are in college, so it's not those questionable situations where it's like, what the heck's going on? They're they're 13, 14 year old, they're out there murdering everyone or getting murdered or mur- solving murder mysteries or anything else and the father and mother are off yeah. in, in some far off country doing God knows what, gallivanting around or the parents are actually dead and the government's like, cool story, bro, you get to stay there by yourself. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. This is far more realistic.
1: So I mean, like at least it's like, hey, you know, they're adults. They're able to stay by themselves. They're able to go and do stuff by themselves. They're they don't have unlimited amounts of money <laughs> provided yeah. to them by their rich absentee parents who are yeah. never around. So you know, I I'll take it. I'll take it without the parents or with only one parent being there. I mean,
0: fair. So I mean, you you have a point. You have a point. This is far more realistic than 90% of the watch. <laughs> oh God.
1: Well, I think next week's my choice, right? No, no, it's uh, actually my choice. Ah, uh, Okay. Yeah. So uh, next week we're actually going to watch log horizon season one. I'm okay with this. Yes. I am very, very okay with this. Yeah. So uh, I figured since uh, here in, January coming up pretty quick. Third season of log horizon is going to be coming out. Figured why not get those, uh, two seasons under our belt. So we'll start this week off or at least start it off with season one of log horizon.
0: I'm very okay with this.
1: All right. Well, uh, that's all the time that we have for today. hope you enjoyed this week's, uh, choice. Uh, if you feel like we miss them, we didn't cover something. You have a recommendation on what you feel like we should watch or in If you just want to chat with us, feel free to reach out to us. You can email us at featuredanimepodcast at gmail.com, podcast on Facebook, at thoseanimeguys on Twitter. We're also on YouTube, so feel free to reach out to us on there. And our preference for you to reach out to us is, of course, our Discord. And the information for that will be in the show notes, or if you're watching this on YouTube, it'll be in the description. And until next time, I'm Jack. And
0: I'm Rick. And we, too, want to hang out with you next time. Later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh.